Hi, welcome to Through a Handler's Eyes. I'm Jo Hilda and I'll be interviewing assistance dog handlers Australia-wide. We won't be discussing legalities or training methods, just the journey of the human and their dog. Hi, today I welcome assistance dog handler Erin and her dog Mab from Queensland. Erin and Mab are with an organisation. Hi Erin, it's great to have you here. How are you? I'm great, Joe. Thanks for having me. Um, when did you get your first assistance dog? Um, Mab is actually my first assistance dog. Um, I got her, well, she's three, just over three years old. She's a stumpy-tailed blue cattle dog. Um, and I've been training her. We just passed our pack a couple of months ago, and she's been in training since she was about six weeks old. Lovely. What what influenced you in making the decision to have a dog as part of your treatment plan? I just noticed how much more present I was um, having the dog with me. Uh, I get really anxious, um, panic disorder and um, social anxieties and stuff and uh, spend a lot of time in a sort of a dissociated state. Um, but I find that Mab keeps me present, completely present in my body, um, which is huge for me, especially when I'm out and about. Um, yeah. So I mentioned that to my psychologist and, and I said, you know, what do you reckon? And he was like, go for it, whatever tools or things that you can do to help yourself heal let's just do it absolutely so tell me a little bit about Mab um well she's a very sweet girl um happy-go-lucky nature is all about doing fun things so when you make a game out of something it's super easy to teach her things she's very keen to learn and um very food driven so yeah that's that helps me train her and um, you said before she's a stumpy tail cattle dog what um, made you choose that breed or how did you come to get her um i had i had two miniature schnauzers and one passed away at the age of six from liver disease. Um, oh, that's so I, awful. Yeah, it was sad. But and I couldn't replace him and I wanted a, a friend for my my little my little five-kilo dog. Um, and a friend of mine years ago had had a blue healer and the relationship that my friend had with this dog was absolutely incredible. Um, and so he was the inspiration really behind getting that and where did you get her from it's from out past Toowoomba okay from a breeder or yes from a breeder yeah oh very good um tell us a bit about your journey from when you first got her to, to where you're at now to going through that path um well when I first got her I really didn't have any idea about um, assistance dogs and how that all worked. I just noticed how much it was helping me um, through my my trauma and trying to heal. Um, so, and I didn't really know a great deal about dogs when I first got her. Um, so before I got her, I went to see a dog psychologist um, because 
you know, the working breeds, they require a lot of exercise and stimulation. Um, the, the, the cattle dogs can be a bit nippy. So I didn't want that in my dog and I wanted to no. completely on top of that. I, I'm, I guess I'm a bit OCD about my responsibilities <laughs> to myself yes. and my family and the, and the community. So um, I made sure that I, I went and sought professional help even before I got her. So I think I was, you know, well-placed then um, and getting the right kind of help to understand the dog and that particular breed's needs. Um, and also as a, as a byproduct, learning about your dog and, and fulfilling its needs also helps you learn so much about yourself. Absolutely, it does. Get you out of your head, as I like to say. Yes. Um, so after you, you got her and you'd already consulted with someone, did you get help from, how did you decide to go with an organisation? I just did the research online. I was looking for a psych- psychiatric um, assistance dog. So I, I thought the only way that you could do it was through an organisation, to be perfectly honest. Um, and it's only since probably in the last six months that I've realised that you don't actually need to be part of an org, but I've found them very supportive. Um, but, yeah, I just did the research and filled in the blanks myself. That's, that's good. What um, Did you also have a trainer to help you along the way? Yes, I um I used one of the organisation's recommended trainers and she was fantastic and it just built on top of um, the dog psychologist and the training that she'd been through with me. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, having all of that extra help was was really priceless. And um, how do you go with public access? Um, look, I really don't haven't had many issues. Mostly people are really, really accommodating, um, curious, want to talk to me, which is fine. Um, so I don't I haven't really had many issues. The only problem I did have once was when I went to just desensitize Mab to the um, to the noises of the bus stations. And so I went down to Maroochydore bus station and um, I was just sitting there with her, letting her soak in the noises and all the people. And um, yeah. a bus driver asked me what I was doing and I said, oh, I'm just doing some training. And he got out of his bus and he came over and he stood over me and basically accused me of being fake and um, told me that I wouldn't be allowed to get on the bus and I said oh I've got a I've got a card and he said show me your card <laughs> and it was really intimidating having someone come and do that when I wasn't actually even getting on the bus <laughs> yeah that would have been a bit scary too he was a bit he was a big guy and I I, I kind of just felt that he was just taking an opportunity to make himself feel powerful um yeah and so I, I submitted a, a complaint to TransLink. They were very, um, they were quite shocked and understanding. Um, and I, I, I'm not sure what the outcome was, but I can only hope that 
they did some extra training so that people don't have to experience anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. But how did your friends and family react to you having an assistance dog? Everyone's been so supportive of me. I, you know, I have such a lovely supportive family and friends. Um, really, it's been it's been easy in that respect that I've had so much support. That's really good. Yeah, I'm very um, sorry, I interrupted you. I was just saying I was very lucky. Yeah, yeah, it is very lucky. Have you had any friends or family fall away? Uh, no. That's oh, really good not. too because I have had heard that happen where people um, don't want to be involved with the dog. You know, it's like you, you're you drawing attention to yourself. What do you want to do that for? Um, I'm actually surprised with a cattle dog as an assistance dog that you haven't had more challenges because cattle dogs aren't seen as in that capacity really are they no I suppose it's not one of the fab four or five I think now it is um and most people are more interested than anything um I have a lot of people say wow I've never seen a cattle dog as an assistance dog before that's really cool we used to have them on the farm they're great dogs so I haven't had anyone apart from the bus driver um say anything negative about me or or Mab. Oh, that's excellent. Now, um, what has been one of the worst things about having him? The worst? I can't think of a, I can't really think of a negative. I mean, dogs are like angels. Yes. They help with, with so much. Um, you're never alone. The love is unconditional. I can't think of a, I can't think of a negative. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, what piece of advice would you uh, do you wish someone had given you before you started this journey that you could pass on to other people? Um, well, because I sort of researched it myself, I didn't really ask anyone for advice. Um, I just kind of go and do things. I'm I'm not the kind of person that if I if that asks people for advice if they're not professional if I want if I want help I'll go and actually seek um, help from a professional in that particular field of whatever it is that I'm curious about yeah um, so I guess any advice that I would give would be to say you know if you can afford trainers the help is invaluable it really is priceless just to get a different perspective an outsider's view of what's happening with your relationship with your dog. Yes, absolutely. What's the best thing about having Mab? I'm just never alone, never alone. And I think that, that's important for me not to be alone yeah. because I, I isolate myself from people a lot and um, being by yourself is, is hard. So having Mab there means that I'm not alone and I also have that, I guess, um, I guess I could say a wingman um, who can come with me and help me to do the things in the community that I normally would not do. I wouldn't leave the house perhaps. Um, so having Mab yeah. allows me to leave the house and I can go and um, do activities. I like to go hiking and stuff. Um, but I also like it's important to meet people so I can go and I can go to um, like meet up hiking groups 
I can take Mel yeah. along. I feel a lot safer with her with me. And um, I find that it's only the people who are really genuinely curious um, who want to talk about it. So I kind of see it as uh, the trash is taking itself out. Yes, yes. That's a good way. That's a really good way of thinking about it. Um, what has been your biggest challenge? Because I work full time, I work from home, which is, I mean, which is great because I'm always here with the dogs, but it just means that I don't have a lot of time. Like I'm pretty time poor when it comes to training. So that was a real challenge. Probably the biggest challenge for me was having the time and and uh, energy to put the effort into the, the training. And I was so um, nervous when I went for the part, thinking that I hadn't spent enough time on the training and uh, I shouldn't have worried. <laughs> no, I think you, you said you've had Mab since she was six months old, six weeks old. Yes, yeah. I think a lot of the stuff that, that we do is built into our day anyway, like teaching manners and stuff. You do that all the time. You reinforce all that stuff all the time, just like you would with a child. You know, you teach them as it happens. And um, and she probably knows what to expect from you and what you expect from her because you are so close and that you that you're together twenty four seven. Yes. Um, now, does she have her own Facebook page? No, I've got an Instagram page where um, lots of dog pictures get posted, but um, too many social medias. I just don't have time yeah, you, for, for them all. No, that's fair enough. Um, thank you very much for chatting with me um, and um, I hope to talk to you again at another time. Excellent. That'd be lovely. Thanks, Jo. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions or you would like to be a guest, email me at eyes at gmail.com. Bye. <laughs>